Look, I've been trying to tell people for years, if you're not selling products right now, marketing, advertising 101, just kill your mascot and replace them with a baby one. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey fam, welcome to a new episode of Stay Watch, and as always, I'm your host, Larry. This week on the podcast, an episode that has been in the making for, you know, a couple months now, um, I am going to talk about the one, the only, Baby Nut. Uh, I hate that name. We're going to get into that a little bit later, but I really have been thoroughly interested in this really random, strange thing that Planters Nuts decided to do uh, in terms of their mascot, in terms of their brand strategy, in terms of some advertising that they did. I'm going to get into the background of it, why I think it's so strange, and just generally my thoughts on it. I, I, I think it is one of the most peculiar things ever. And, you know, just given where we're at right now, I think uh, it's it's a nice kind of lighthearted, uh, though still strangely morbid thing to take a look at and discuss um, to hopefully get your mind off of whatever is going on in your life right now and what all is happening in the world. So stick tight. I'm going to be right back. So on January 22nd of 2020, planters decided to kill their iconic mascot, Mr. Peanut. And, you know, while I say they they wanted to kill him, you know, technically he died in an act of bravery, saving his friends. Uh, it was a freak peanut mobile accident. It was, it was quite strange. For whatever reason, Mr. Peanut is, I guess, very good friends with uh, the comedian Matt Walsh and the actor Wesley Snipes. I, I don't understand. I mean, like, let's just start there. Why is Mr. Peanut friends with these two guys in particular? Is there something that I missed somewhere? Like, is does this make sense? And I just missed out on the memo. A anyway, anyway, that's that's kind of where this whole thing starts. Planters, who are a Kraft Heinz company, are trying to I guess in a sense, kind of bring their brand image up front. And so they had this wild idea, or I should say their marketing partner. So they partnered with VaynerMedia on this ad campaign. And the idea was, hey, let's kill Mr. Peanut. And do you want to know why they thought this was a good idea? Spoiler alert for one of the big summer movies from last year. Um, if you have not seen Avengers Endgame 1, how? I mean, that movie made so much money. I am amazed that anybody has not seen it. But I'm about to spoil one of the last things that happens in that movie. Um, so if you haven't seen it, you might want to go spend three hours, three and a half hours, however long that movie is. It's been a while since I've seen it. Spend three and a half hours and then come back and listen to the rest of this podcast. So go. 
All right, so I, assuming that you have watched Avengers Endgame, you know what happened in that film. They were inspired by the death of Tony Stark, the death of Iron Man, and the way that it kind of, I, I don't want to just say mess with people, the way that it kind of took the internet by storm, the specific reaction that people had to Tony Stark dying, Tony Stark sacrificing himself for the greater good, is what spurred them to kill off Mr. Peanut. So I just like, just in terms of the weirdness, let's start right there. So in Avengers Endgame, all right, you know, for, for those of you that listen to this podcast or the past versions of the podcast, you know, I talk a lot about Marvel movies and everything like that. Big comic book fan, really, really just enjoy what Marvel did with their whole cinematic universe, even if not all the films are that great. Um, but it's really interesting that they would want to give or they see Mr. Peanut being treated or talked about in the same way that Tony Stark would be. So, you know, we're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which had at that point been around for 10, 11 years, um, 20 something odd movies, several of which starred Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Um, you know, not to say that he doesn't have the pedigree of, of, of or that Mr. Peanut doesn't have the pedigree of Tony Stark, because let's be real, uh, Mr. Peanut had been the mascot, or I guess we should say he still is. We're going to get to that was the mascot for planners since 1916. So he's been around, he's been around longer than Iron Man, but I would venture to guess that within the last 10, 20 years, not a whole lot of people have really been thinking about Mr. Peanut like that. So to think that the death of Mr. Peanut would be on par with the death of Iron Man in arguably the biggest multimedia franchise we've probably ever seen uh, is a little strange to me. Um, you know, again, like Mr. Peanut is selling nuts. He's not, you know, it's not like we're seeing him in, in movies every summer. It's not like we've, you know, really grown this, you know, great attachment to him. But look, this is the idea that they came up with. I understand where the concept came from. And so that's where this whole thing is kind of starting from. So to go a little further than that, uh, the commercial, the idea of this commercial is that it would air in the pregame of the Super Bowl. Uh, and then the funeral for Mr. Peanut would be broadcast during the third quarter. And of course, you know, what they decided to do is they wanted to do like a little bit of a viral marketing campaign. So the planners uh, account, the Mr. Peanut account on Twitter posted basically, you know, we're, we're sorry to report the loss of Mr. Peanut, get people talking, get people trying to figure out what happened. Uh, and then that's when uh, the fake leaked, you know, tweets and video footage of the incident took place. And so people are sharing this video of this freak road accident where Mr. Peanut and again, friends, Matt Walsh and Wesley Snipes are ejected from the nutmobile and they end up hanging onto a branch for dear life. And it, it's just so strange. And, you know, Matt Walsh and Wesley Snipes are arguing with each other about who should let go. And Mr. Peanut, without saying a word, looks at his friends, tilts his hat, and drops off. 
And at, at first you're like, ah, oh, you know, he might be fine. You hear the donk of him hitting the peanut mobile. And you're like, hey, you know what? It's, it's still probably, there's the potential that he's still alive. And then boom. Sorry if I, I blew out your eardrums. I, I know some of you listen to this on headphones. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, but the nutmobile explodes. And so Mr. Peanut has to be dead. Uh, you know, again, again, strange, strange decision making. Not sure why. Still trying to wrap my head around this commercial. I'm sitting there on Twitter. I share this thing. I'm talking to folks who also work in marketing. We're trying to figure out like, why are they doing this? And, and I get it. I get it. You're trying to build grounds while you're trying to get people to talk about your brand and what better way to do it than a very strange stunt. The problem is, and there was no way that they could have predicted it, but the same within the same week that this happens uh, on January 26 in a freak accident, Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and several other people are killed in a helicopter accident. And so basically what that does, that incident causes planters to say, you know what, let's pump the brakes on this campaign. So what was supposed to be, you know, basically like a week, week and a half leading up to the Super Bowl, where they would be doing ad buys on social media to really promote this, get people, get it into people's minds so that they're kind of excited to understand what happens at the Super Bowl. A lot of that got kind of undercut. And, you know, to, to be fair, they probably made the right decision in, in not doing a whole lot of ad buys for that just because of the sensitivity around the topic. And I can't fault them for that. So things progress. Sunday, February 2nd, the Super Bowl happens and we get the funeral for Mr. Peanut. It's a strange affair. Uh, our, our friends Matt Walsh and Wesley Snipes are there. Wesley Snipes is delivering the eulogy. I have to be honest, like I did not realize who these people were when I was watching the initial commercial, uh, when I saw it on Twitter, when it first kind of, uh, quote, leaked, unquote. Um, so like watching this back, I was just like, this is another level of weird seeing Wesley Snipes deliver this eulogy and, and trying to piece it together. The other weird part, and, and when you know about the ownership of planters, knowing that they're a Kraft Heinz company, uh, two of the members of the funeral, two of Mr. Peanut's friends who were really broken up about this whole thing are Mr. Clean and the Kool-Aid Man. And, you know, again, like, I'm all for brand synergy. I'm all for characters coming together. It's a lot of fun. I mean, hey, that's what we love about Marvel. That's what we love about all that stuff. So cool, cool. We got other brand mascots that are here. You know, two two brand mascots. I, I, I guess that's enough. Mr. Clean is fun. People like him. You know, the women think he's sexy. Some men think he's sexy. Pretty much everybody thinks he's sexy. Like, let's let's not let's not front. Like. The man wants to clean up the world. He does a great job. He loves to mop. You know, we could all use that in our lives. And, you know, Kool-Aid man, he's loud, boisterous. He breaks through walls. Back when you were a kid, you used to love to see him. I don't know who's drinking Kool-Aid now, but, you know, he had a time and place. So Kool-Aid man, and, and this is this is another weird point in kind of this whole ad strategy and I guess it's part of that brand synergy piece of it. So Kool-Aid Man being consoled by Mr. Cre Mr. Clean is crying. 
and one of Kool-Aid Man's tears falls on the grave of our dearly departed Mr. Peanut. The tear, the tear had power, apparently, because Kool-Aid Man's tear causes all of these roots to start rooting and leaves start popping out and then we are unveiled a new nut baby nut and I, again like i'm just trying to wrap my head around what i'm seeing the kool-aid man's tears were the magical catalyst to resurrect mr peanut like just just think about the madness of that for a second kool-aid magical tears bringing a dead character back to life so this is this is the world that we're in and so this baby comes out and at first it's like all right it's making baby noises you know that makes sense the all of a sudden out of nowhere it starts making dolphin noises dolphin noises I, I i cannot i don't understand it's just weird and then it's like nah son yeah it's just me i'm back and it's just it's mr peanut he's just in a baby's body and yeah that's that's it that's that's how we got that's how we got baby nut and i am i am just flabbergasted by this whole thing and you know i what what it is or what what we're seeing with this is it's trying to tap into this like you know generation z and like younger millennial meme fascination and what they were trying to do is really kind of build this meme generation around this entire incident so that baby nut would become this big internet meme and what they had tried to do is they tried to get all of these, you know, basically meme Twitter accounts that ended up getting blocked by Twitter. Twitter was like, no, you can't have these accounts. Um, but basically the idea was that they were gonna try to flood Twitter and probably some other social networks with all of this baby nut content to try to just kind of make it what people are talking about. And to be fair, people were talking about baby nut because it's weird um, and people often want to talk about weird things. But on top of that, they started to do apparel. So if you want a baby nut t-shirt or sweatshirt or a baby nut plush, you could get one. And there was all of this like really quick groundswell all situated right around the launch of this thing so you know basically right after that commercial aired during the super bowl you see their twitter account come alive you see a ton of posts go up there you see posts go on, on facebook on instagram you know it seems like they're really putting their all into this baby nut phenomenon but that's kind of where it ended um you know even though we saw baby nut pop up on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We didn't really see baby nut. I, I gotta stop calling it baby nut. We, we, I had this conversation with my mom and sister earlier. It sounds gross. I'm just going to call it the child. Like, and I know, I, I know I just, just, I, I guess we're going to go on that tangent real quick, you know? So seeing as how the whole death of Mr. Peanut was based on the idea of Iron Man's death in Avengers Endgame. I can't help but think that the whole 
baby nut thing was based on the child or baby Yoda from the Mandalorian. Like it's just too coincidental that that show would have been airing in the fall and that it would have had no bearing on that ad strategy. I, I just find it ridiculous that that it wouldn't have had any impact on there so you know again i in doing a little bit of research i haven't seen them directly reference that i mean obviously cute characters always tend to do well uh and i think that was the largest factor in kind of pushing them in that direction but yeah i think it's undeniable um but anyway so Basically, we see this explosion on these social networks, but after a few days of posting weird memes that I don't get, and you know, frankly, like looking at the performance, I don't think the numbers are that good for a brand that has as much history as Planners does. Again, like I could be wrong, these could have performed exactly at what they expected them to. Um, but on February 11th, the Mr. Peanut Twitter account basically stopped posting. It has not posted since February 11th. And, you know, again, I, I don't like dating when I'm recording these things, but let me just say that we are at the end of March at the point that I am talking to you right now. And after that, you know, same thing with Facebook. February 11th was the last time you saw a post from it. The Instagram account that they have actually stopped posting to its feed on February 4th, uh, which was only two days after the rebirth of Mr. Peanut. And the last update that they actually shared on their Instagram account was for March 12th. And, um, you know, just to, again, put this in a little bit of perspective, March 12th, this is once the coronavirus had kind of gotten real here in the US, um, basically they put out a an Instagram post just saying that the peanut mobile or the nut mobile, whatever it's called, would not be coming by or making appearances anytime soon. So yeah, I mean, it's a weird, it's weird stop marketing and advertising. I mean, I, I still don't fully understand it. I don't know if it's working. I mean, sure, for a week or so, people were talking about this, but then it disappeared and it disappeared before the US really had some realizations about a big pandemic that we're facing. And, you know, did, did the campaign run out of money? Did it run out of interest and creative? was it even doing its job? Like what was the reason why they kind of pulled the plug? Because usually, you know, and I, and I could be wrong about this, but usually campaigns don't dry up within two weeks. Usually they last a little bit longer and usually you see them replicated on, on store shelves. I mean, one of the, one of the things that I made sure to check when I first saw all this coming out was, you know, what's going on on their website. So, you know, it's one thing to promote something on social media. Let me check out what's going on on the site. And sure. They added a picture of the child legume, um, on, you know, the main rotating banner of their site, but you know, their actual social media widget wasn't updating. It still had posts from 2019 on it. And none of their packaging seemed to reflect the new, you know, corporeal form of their mascot. You know, it was still the adult version of Mr. Peanut, not the, not the baby version. And so it's just like, what were they really doing? You know, if you were trying to build brand awareness if you're trying to bring people on 
if I walk into a store and I don't see this thing that you've been trying to hit me with on TV and on social media, well, maybe I'm not going to find your product. And for me, I think that was a bit of a missed opportunity for them. And, and obviously revamping your entire packaging is expensive. They already spent $5.6 million on a Super Bowl commercial. So again, don't know how much money they had to spend on all of this. Um, it just doesn't quite make sense and it doesn't seem like it adds up. Um, one thing that I really keep coming back to with all of this is like, did this help them sell more nuts? You know, and I know technically the quarter, you know, again, at the time that I'm recording this, the quarter is about to end and maybe we'll get some updates. But while this made me think of the brand, it didn't convince me to buy their nuts. You know, they're generally more expensive than store brand that I would buy. And best I can tell, they aren't any different, really. Like, I don't I don't feel like I'm getting a better quality of snack nut you know, buying planters than buying, you know, the Target brand or the general supermarket brand that I'm buying. Plus, like for me, like I am a big person who this is going to sound strange. I, I know everybody feels differently about their snack foods. I am not like a big salty person. Um, now, let me make sure you understand. It's not that I dislike salty snacks because, hey, give me a pretzel with some salt on it. I love it. I don't like salted nuts because I feel like oftentimes they put way too much salt on them. So whenever I'm buying cashews or peanuts or whatever, it's dry roasted unsalted. For me, planters doesn't usually stock enough of their unsalted in stores. Um, usually when I get there, it's just small cans. And again, way more expensive than what the store brand would be. So for me, it. I look at it and I'm just like, I don't know how they could possibly be selling more than store brands or selling more than other nut brands. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I would be frankly amazed if this campaign actually helped them sell more nuts. Now, I, I, I also get wanting people to see and talk about your brand. But if you don't stick with it, you know, like I said, they stopped posting on social media. They really didn't adjust their packaging. I I don't think there are any more TV spots after the two that we've had. And I guarantee those cost a lot of money and probably were all the TV ad budget they had for this. Was this worth it for them? Like, you know, I guarantee that people tuning into this episode of the podcast are more interested in hearing me share my opinion on this weird marketing stunt than they are interested in planters nuts. And to be frank, some people probably forgot that this thing even happened with everything that's been going on here. And, and you know, it, it's funny, like, sure, there have been a few people on Twitter like myself who've just been like, nothing good has happened since the baby nut came into this world. That thing, ever since ever since its inception, it's all been downhill from there. So, you know, that's why I look at it as a herald of the apocalypse. But, you know, again, I, I know not everybody feels that way. And, and damn, the thing is cute. So I, I'm not going to I'm not going to hate this thing that much, but it's weird. It's really, really weird. And 
strangely enough, Kraft Heinz didn't stop there. So still working with VaynerMedia uh, for their ads, the next place that they went was the Kool-Aid Man. And so at the beginning of March, the Kool-Aid Man went missing. So a new campaign. So just a month, a little over a month after killing Mr. Peanut and then resurrecting him through the Kool-Aid Man's tears, the Kool-Aid Man goes missing during a quest to find the newest Kool-Aid flavor. Apparently, there's some contest where you can guess where he is and what the new flavor is. And and quite frankly, to me, it seems like this is just a great way to get some free research, find out what flavors people really want. But, you know, you could also potentially win a trip somewhere. I'm guessing all of this is on hold now, but who knows? It's just strange, you know, so it's like you kill one mascot. Sure, you resurrect them. And then you have another one go missing. Like, it, I I don't know what Kraft Heinz is doing. I don't know why this makes sense. But I also have myself, like, I found myself thinking, one, do people still drink Kool-Aid? Like, I'm not knocking it. Like, I, I do have powdered drink mixes. You know, I have Gatorade and lemonade, stuff like that for, you know, a rainy day occasion where I don't have fresh fruit to make my own fruit juice or whatever. And, you know, I grew up drinking some of the sweetest Kool-Aid known to man. My grandma B used to make it super sweet. It would destroy you. Um, you had to cut it with water. It was, it was wild. But I haven't had Kool-Aid in forever. And I'm just really curious on what their sales are like, you know, what the brand sales are like, what the brand reputation is right now. Do kids like really know Kool-Aid and the Kool-Aid man like that? Um, you know, again, like I'm a cable cutter, so I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of, you know, places where I am interacting with children's TV anymore. So I, I don't know what type of ad spots are there or if parents even buy Kool-Aid or if, you know, just kind of general like health consciousness has kind of led people away from it. I, I don't know. I'm really, really interested in that. But like the other part of the thought is, and, and I kind of touched on this earlier, like why is Kraft Heinz so casual about their mascots either dying or going missing? Like, sure, it's all in good fun, but it's such a strange move. And outside of a quick uptick in social media traffic, is it really worth it? You know, is this how you want your brands to be thought of? Has it added enough brand cachet to move units or specific products? Like, I'm, I really, I'm really interested in finding that out. And, you know, again, like for them, I, I feel a little bit bad because it almost doesn't matter what they did or what they had planned to do because a situation like the one that the U S is currently going through at the time that I'm recording this, you know, did their products get bought in droves as people were stocking up? You know, that's, that might be interesting. And did, did these two campaigns kind of help people help prepare them for this and kind of get them in the back of people's heads? So, I, I think that would be something that's really interesting to see. And I guess, you know, for planters, we might see a little bit at the end of, you know, Q1. For uh, um, Kool-Aid, it might be, you know, Q2, we'll see. I'm really interested in finding this out. But as I think about all of this, as I think about Mr. Peanut, as I think about Kool-Aid Man, 
all my mind keeps coming back to is I just hope that PepsiCo and Frito-Lay never try to kill off Chester Cheetah. That dude's a national treasure. So, um, are you all down with baby nut? Oh God, I said it again. It's just gross. It just, ugh, ugh, ugh. yeah, I, ugh, ugh, ooh, ooh. yeah, I don't know why they went with that, but are you in favor of a baby version of Mr. Peanut? Were you weirded out by those commercials? Did they cause you to go out and buy more planters nuts? Are you going to buy more Kool-Aid now that the Kool-Aid man is missing? I am interested in all of these things and your just takes on advertising in general. What stuff works for you? What stuff doesn't? What do you look for in an ad campaign or a marketing campaign? Hit me up at Larry Tron pretty much everywhere on social media or email me Larry at LM2photo.com. And I'm going to be back again soon with a new episode on working from home, which uh, I imagine many of you might be a little bit interested in hearing my thoughts on this. Um, <laughs> woo, uh, trying to hang in there, try not to lose my mind. <laughs> but I will be back soon. In the meantime, as always, stay watching friends. Peace.